Want to support Not Straight Cast? Visit the notstraightcast.com slash store where you can get a Not Straight Cast t-shirt, hat, bag, coffee mug, and much, much more. Along with getting some snazzy merchandise, your purchase in the notstraightcast.com forward slash store also helps support the show. Once again, that's notstraightcast.com forward slash store. This is Streetcast, a show about broads, baseball, and beer with Harry Johnson and Dick Felt. Welcome to Streetcast for April 1st, 2021. I'm Harry Johnson. And I'm Dick Felt. Dick, you sound good with your new mic. No homo. Right? right? I think I sound really good with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Delayed this weekend? Uh, no, but uh, I jacked off to baseball. Right? Homo, 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 homo. Yeah, that that that's real not cool, huh? Yeah, and I cr- crushed a whole case of Natty Light this weekend. That's, that's no homo. The queers drink, right? Homo, yeah. homo. Uh-huh. Well, anyways, we're gonna get on with the show here, so let's go ahead and we'll get started. Homo, what the homo, heck is homo, going homo, on here? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 This show will self-destruct in five, four, three, two, one. This is Not Straight Cast with Jason Bailey and Joe Crinock. Welcome to Not Straight Cast for April 1st of 2021. I'm Joe Crinock. Jason, how you doing today? I'm good. That was a real weird thing we just did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I wonder if we scared anybody. That's the question. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling that there are going to be a couple people that listen to this and just have no idea what that was and maybe just turned it off before they got here. But that's okay. They'll figure it out later. Yeah. As we said before, it's April 1st. So. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, happy yes. happy April Fool's Day. Do you have anything planned? Uh, any jokes or anything like that? Oh, this is it right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways, um, yeah, so it's now April, and we finally got a chance to hang out in person here. I haven't yes. seen you in a while. It was kind of nice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so... We ended up going to the restaurant that you had wanted to go to for your birthday. And it's the literally one across the street from your <laughs> Yeah, it's it's literally right across the street from my house. I can see it out my window. I can yeah. hit it with a rock. I and probably and, damage a few car windows in the process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. So I had never been there. I and it was it was fantastic. I I'm glad you liked it because it's like literally my go to place. Yeah. In Pittsburgh. Man, it was, you know? uh, the place is called Tesaros. Uh, if you want to visit them on Facebook or whatever, I, I got a gigantic hamburger or Breakfast cheeseburger. Burger. Breakfast yeah. burger. Oh yes. With, with a dippy egg on it and some mm-hmm. bacon and some mayonnaise. It was phenomenal. And I got some chili. It was phenomenal. What did you get, Joe? I got the chicken kebab. 
And uh, normally I do get a burger there, but I've literally had every single one of their burgers. I've been there so many times. Yeah. That I'm trying the other things on the menu. Okay. And I'll be honest, this is probably the only the third time I've tried something that's not a hamburger. Okay. This is what they're famous for. And it was fantastic. Um, that's, that's awesome. You know, you would think, oh, chicken kebab. Oh, just, I mean, they have the wood-fired grill there, and just everything was just cooked perfectly. And yeah. the flavor was good. I even gave you a piece of it, and you're like, oh, this is good. Yeah, I tried a piece of it. I don't know how people cook white meat chicken to be so juicy and tender, but I can never do that at home. It was just a giant chunk of white meat chicken, and it was incredibly juicy, incredibly tender, and it had a lot of flavor. Well, my chicken is juicy and tender, Jason. You should come by and hear sometime. So, <laughs> do, do you still have do you still have that no homo sound effect ready to oh, go? Yeah. Hold on, yeah. no homo. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so then um, afterwards. Oh yeah, but hold on. Now we have to keep talking about this food here for a second. Oh okay, yeah. Good. Feel free. I swear you had tears of joy eating this burger. I had I. Uh, so I, I don't I don't I don't think I would call it tears of joy. Now I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the food. The food was amazing, but this burger I didn't cut it in half. So uh -huh. I'm trying to take bites out of this gigantic burger, and things are like glooping out of it. <laughs> and I didn't want to be like super messy and embarrass you. I so, told you to cut the burger in half. No, but, you couldn't listen to me, could you? Huh? So I'm trying to take a bite of this burger and there's a pickle sliding out the side and there's mayonnaise getting onto my hands that's falling <laughs> out the back. And I feel like I feel like I'm I also have to cough at the same time. Uh -huh. But I gotta I gotta get this bite of burger down and hurry up and get the, <clears throat> the burger down onto the plate. Uh, all of that kind of stuff. <coughs> yeah, we heard you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, that that was the point of that. Joe, you're having too much fun with sound effects. Cool. I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it's sitting right in front of me here. You know, I'm going to hit buttons when I can. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, I was trying not to make a mess. Well. I think you did fine. Yeah, you didn't have any um, stuff on on you. Uh, you know, whenever you left, so you're fine. <laughs> Man, me though, on the other so hand, good. yeah, I'm 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 usually the one who like drops you know food on me. Oh yeah, I'm, me I'm too. pretty good for that. Yeah, me too. This was like my first big night out in a long time. Yeah, uh, we uh, we also went to uh, P Town yeah. bar here in Pittsburgh. So if you're listening and you live in or around Pittsburgh. You have got to go check out that new back bar at P-Town. It's, it's called the one... Bomb Shelter. Yeah, the Bomb Shelter. It doesn't look or feel like anything else that we've got in the city. Uh, it's just, it's a lot of fun. I'm glad you liked it there, yeah, because I helped them install the uh, the video and the audio stuff in there. Yeah. yeah and so, they worked uh, pretty hard on that. I tell you what, it was a lot of work. It's wonderful. I As a matter of fact, I want to go back this Saturday. I... We should go again. Uh, have you gotten vaccinated, uh, your second vaccination yet? Mine is next Tuesday. Okay. Well, yeah, if, so in that case, I will then be fully vaccinated. Okay. Well, if you're comfortable going out, we're going back on Saturday. Oh, okay. It'll be, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. And here in Pennsylvania, uh, on the 4th, we're going to see some restrictions lifted 
which will allow the bars to remain open until 2 a.m. again. But I, I don't believe that's until Sunday, right? Yeah, that's, I believe, April 4th, actually, is whenever that takes effect here. So we'll see if that actually happens, because if you notice now, and I hate to be Debbie Downer here, but... Wah, wah, wah. Right? <laughs> I don't have a sound effect for that. That's the sad part about this. But anyways... um. Yeah, she, um, she, yeah, <laughs> Debbie Downer. <laughs> <laughs> the CDC, which is neither he or she, they, um, I guess are kind of ringing the alarm bells again that, you know, the cases are starting to go back up. Yeah. But I think what's interesting about this is that it's happening with younger people, the people who aren't vaccinated. Right. Seem like now they're having trouble with that. So let's hope here they get the vaccinations available for everybody here very soon and... We get this the hell out of our lives here. Yeah. I think I, we're all kind of sick and tired of it. I agree. What we're seeing here in Pittsburgh is mostly uh, the increase is mostly happening with the University of Pitt students. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I guess they're going to be sheltering in place there when they start their new semester here or part of the end of this current semester. I have no idea. But man, a fourth wave, uh, you know, a year ago we thought we were locking down for two weeks and then it was going to be over. And now a year later and we're on wave number four. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I just wish these Republicans be like, you know, this isn't over until it's actually over. Not yeah. like it's over when it's halfway over. Right. You know, right. What's that name of that song? You know, do, 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 do. I don't know, it but if you over till it's over. If, if you hum too much more of it, we're going to get a copyright strike. I'll, I'll bleep it out. So. <laughs> anyways, it ain't over until it's over. Is what basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, so. I think I know which song you're talking about. Yeah. Do 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 do. <laughs> Name that song, people. I don't know what it is. So. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Jason, are you uh, ready for the news? Yeah, I think so. Let's go ahead and uh, take a look. Okay, so in the news this week, the Catholic Church is sadly. <laughs> Let me fuck that up right from the get go, huh? Yeah. You, you need some help there? <laughs> Let's try that again here. Okay. <laughs> Let's start again here. So in the news this week, the Catholic Church silently lobbied against a suicide prevention hotline in the U.S. because it included LGBT resources. Oh, that's pleasant. I know, you know, just <laughs> it wasn't bad enough that they wanted to oppose gay marriage. Right. Or same-sex partnerships or whatnot. You know, they want to oppose uh, suicide prevention hotlines now. I'm like, oh, wow. really? You know? So, um, yeah, basically, um, the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops stood against the creation of the National Suicide Hotline. The group opposed the hotline in 2019 because it provided resources to LGBTQ plus people. Oh, wow. What kind of resources were uh, were included? All persons must be protected from violence, but codifying the classifications, sexual orientation, and gender identity. Oh, wow. As contained in uh, the subsection 47 is problematic, the organization wrote in a statement about the Violence Against Women Act, which they also opposed that as well. Okay. Yeah. They use that same argument for the reason that they opposed the National Suicide Hotline. Oh, damn. Yeah, they also spoke out against the 2021 Equality Act, obviously, which expands the protections for LGBTQ plus people. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, Joe Biden and Republicans and, you know, Democrats, they all supported, you know, the Equality Act. 
Sure. You know, but it's like just because of the fact that they're including folks who are LGBTQIA. Right. In there means the Catholic Church has to be against it, you know? Yeah. I'm just flabbergasted. I mean, it's just the hypocrisy with the Catholic Church is an all-time high and, you know, it's just absolutely <laughs> I agree. They're they're quoted as saying That's awful. Yeah. They're quoted as saying this bill is well-intentioned but ultimately misguided. The Equality Act discriminates against people of faith, threatens unborn life, and undermines the common good, which it does none of those except for uh, the pro the pro choice uh, aspects, but uh, they just it it helps uh, the LGBTQIA community, so they don't like it, and like you said, hypocrisy. You know, I'm not heavily religious, but Jesus preaches helping people in need. Uh, and loving your neighbor and, you know, all of that sort of thing. So it's just, it's weird to me that they would frown upon bills that help people in need like this. Just because of the fact they include people that the church disagrees with, you know? Right. Or doesn't actually pretend exist. Right, yeah, you know? exactly. It's just, it is just absolutely awful. Yeah. You know, I mean... Uh what people seem like they can get away with in the name of religion, you know? Right. Well, speaking of religion, I, I'm not sure that I'm completely familiar with our next article. So I'm going to look to you to, uh, to kind of help me out with this. Ooh, ooh. But, oh, but you know what, actually though? Yeah. Mm. Oh boy. Well, guess who took over the FCC recently? Who? Redbeard, Blackbeard. Redhead, Blackbeard? No, Blackbeard, Redhead. Okay. Anyways, so he took over the FCC. Sure. And I don't know why now, but freaking podcasts. Anyways, we have the pause for a test of the emergency broadcast system. We'll be right back. For the next 60 seconds. For the next 60 seconds. This station will conduct a test of the emergency is only a test. This is a test of the emergency broadcast system. Welcome back to Not Straight Cast. Did she ask if we passed? Yes. Did you, did you pass? I don't. According to Redhead Blackbeard, we probably didn't, but. Probably, probably not. Yes. All right. So, <laughs> did you like that? I did. I did. That was that was cute. And it gave me a minute to read some more of this article. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I had to point out something. Back in the early 70s. Yeah. Um. Used you know uh, there was Conald Rad then there was the emergency broadcast system and now there's EAS emergency alert system yeah the emergency broadcast system they were the ones who 
had that message that you were used to hearing. But if you notice, that one was sung. And so radio stations, in an effort to kind of help disguise the fact that the emergency broadcast system test is kind of like, you know, annoying and yeah. boring, had people sing it like that. There were a few places that did that. I was completely unaware of that. Well, the FCC weighed in on it. They're like, you can't do that. <laughs> really? So that's why uh-huh. you really never hear that stuff. So, Well, I guess if there's something serious going on, they want us to be scared shitless. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing, though, they never had to activate the system. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So. All right. So Anyways, be, uh, yeah, let's speaking, talk about the next story here if you want to yeah. go ahead and take it there. Sure. So speaking of being scared shitless, I apparently Lil Nas X. Nas. Nas. Little, Nas. I don't it's know. Not Nas. I've never, <laughs> I've never said this out loud. It, it's, it's Lil Nas X. Okay, Lil Nas X is uh, wearing Satan shoes, which contain human blood, and only 666 pairs were created. <laughs> well, they all sold out in about a minute, believe it or not, actually. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, $1,018 a pair. Um, they have a pentagram pendant. A reference to Luke ten eighteen, the Bible verse about Satan's fall from heaven. Now, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Did you see Little Naz's uh, video? I did not. Ontario, call me by your name. Mm-mm. In the music video, especially. No. So uh, basically, the entire uh, like idea of the video is that um, he seduced out what appears to be the Garden of Eden, falls into hell, huh. and then gives the devil a lap dance. Oh wow! So, and uh, yeah, so these shoes have. Caused quite the hubbub um, to the point where Nike filed a federal trademark infringement lawsuit on Monday as well. Okay. It's the company that released the controversial customized version of its sneakers. Oh, so Nike did not release these. Somebody else no. took a bunch of Nike shoes and modified them? Yeah, the company was MSCHF, and that's who Little Nasex collaborated with. Oh, wow. Now, what's interesting is, is that um, after the video was put out and everything, um, well, that's actually put out an open letter to his younger self about coming out mm-hmm. the rapper, as you know, who's gay explained that the song was about a guy he met last summer. And he said in the letter, I know we promised to never come out publicly. I know we promised to never be that type of gay person. I know we promised to die with the secret, but this will open doors for many other queer people to simply exist. He wrote. Oh, wow. And, and the same message is kind of in the video. Um, it says in life, we hide the parts of ourselves. We don't want the world to see. We lock them away. We tell them, no, we banish them, but here we don't welcome the Montero. He says that, I think at the beginning of the video there. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, um, it's quite a good video. I tell you what. And, uh, a lot of conservatives have their, uh, knickers and bras and twists. Oh my their, God. Along I with s- their yeah. underwear as well. <laughs> yeah, I can see. I don't know what I'm trying to say there, but <laughs> Pastor Mark Burns tweeted about this, and uh, uh, some other conservative people. But yeah, it seems like uh, seems like they're not too thrilled about it. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So he has a shoe, and you know, it's sold. And uh, that video, um, it's probably be a number one song here, probably. And it, uh, it hasn't already become one by the time yeah. this gets released. Well, and all of those 666 sold 
uh, for over a thousand each, obviously. So that's, you know, over 600, uh, almost $700,000. Yeah. Uh, so he made some good money on it, but unfortunately he's probably going to have to spend all of that on the, uh, the court case. <laughs> well, he wasn't the one getting sued. So, you know, Oh, really? It wasn't Lil Nas X getting sued. It was the uh, other company there. The uh, Oh, the Mischief Company. MS, yeah, Mischief. Thank you. Yeah. See, see now I'm pronouncing shit wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not it's not spelled Mischief, but you can tell that that's what it means to be. I couldn't tell that, Jason. <laughs> you did, though. You you got it right. <laughs> Yay. I'm, I, I'm like, am, like, I'm sitting with my reading glasses, you know. I, I got I it. got something right today. M S C H F, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So so while we're on the topic of uh, extremely eccentric people, obviously, uh-huh. or apparently, uh, so here in uh, uh, our document here, we have an article saying that Joe Exotic will stay married to uh, uh, his husband despite. Uh, his husband Dylan, Dylan wanting a divorce. So I saw a couple of days ago where Dylan had announced that he was getting divorced from Joe Exotic. So let's take a look into this article. Is is that not happening anymore? Yeah. So um, he said in that Instagram post to answer the main question, the public wants to know: Yes, Joe and I are seeking a divorce. Yeah. He wrote in the caption of the picture of himself. This wasn't an easy decision to make, but Joe and I both understand that the situation isn't fair to either of us. It's something that neither one of us were expecting, but we're going to take it day by day. We are on good terms, and I hope it can stay that way. I continue to have Joe in my life and do my best to support him while he undergoes further legal battles to better his situation. Huh. So, yeah, I mean, here's the entire thing is that what Dylan is in his 20s, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, and Joe, you know, old. Anyways. Yeah. You know, and, and and so basically, um, Joe Exotic is you know pretty much. <laughs> he said, "Me and Dolan have talked. We're not going to go to get in a hurry and get a legal divorce. This has been tough on both of us, and he's going to do what he thinks he needs to do. And I prefer to stay married right now, so things don't get complicated. And if I live through this, great. We will figure it out then." Oh, nice. If you do any more uh, Joe Exotic quotes, you should use that voice from the beginning of the show. <laughs> Me and Dylan have talked. Oh, is, yeah. is that right? Yeah, I think that's more Joe Exotic there, huh? Yeah, that's close to Joe Exotic. Me and but... Dylan have talked, and we're not going to get in a hurry and get a legal divorce. <laughs> this will ruin me financially. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to financially recover yeah. from this. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so it's it's... I don't know. That whole situation's weird. I mean, it's part of the intrigue of, uh, it's part of what pulls you into that documentary series in the first place. Just how completely screwed up and off the wall it is. Uh, Joe Exotic's husband died and then he got married to Dylan like one month later and they didn't know each other previously. How the fuck do people get relationships and get married like that well that quickly money i uh, or money where where's the fucking money at seriously <laughs> yeah i think maybe money maybe drugs maybe clout yeah. uh things things like that i don't know but i consider myself to be uh, a fairly intelligent guy i don't have any of those things that's why i'm single 
I think that's the whole entire idea. Maybe why we're both single is, is that we're <laughs> no, intelligent and we know better. No money, no drugs, no clout. Exactly. Yeah. Just <laughs> some good friends going out every once in a while, having dinners and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, if I could just leave it like that, I understand now why some people are single for life, you know? Yeah. And you know, uh, that's also one of the reasons that if I were to ever to come into a large sum of money or become more financially successful, I'd yeah. keep it, I'd keep it a secret because mm -hmm. I would, I would believe if, if everybody knew that I was rich, uh, or extremely successful, I would question every person that wanted to date me uh, as to whether or not, you know, it was just because of that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in that case, then I think it's time for us to take a real break. So fantastic. Yeah. We're going to go ahead here and take a break and we'll be right back to the not straight cast. We promise. If ensuring speed and security for your websites is a top priority for you, then search no further than Vox Onyx's shared website hosting plans. Vox Onyx uses SSD-powered servers and provides numerous site acceleration tools that will make your websites load noticeably faster. Additionally, Vox Onyx has deployed ZFS data storage to shield your website contents from corruption. Also, Voxonics will manage the task of migrating all the websites you need to their system at no cost to you. Get started with a free 30-day trial. You don't even need a credit card at voxonyx.com. That's V-O-X-O-N-X.com. Afterwards, it's only $4.42 per month. Visit voxonyx.com to get started now. Once again, here's Jason and Joe. Thank you very much there, Deepert. <laughs> Welcome back, Joe. Yeah, I have a, a joke for you here, which is probably not going to go well with the next story, but I will tell it to you anyways. That's fine. I'll find some way to segue. <laughs> so, okay. So, and I forgot to tell you this in the beginning. This is just the kind of show we're having here today anyways. Um, okay. So... As most people know, you work at the bathhouse, right? Yes. So when people call off from the bathhouse, uh, do they take a dick day? They do not. <laughs> Is that was that the joke? Yes. <laughs> Apparently, it was very bad. Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I th I thought I thought because you asked it in the form of a question that there was more to it. Nope, that's it. <laughs> that is it. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's, let's move onwards here. For my... Well, I'm not ready yet. So if, <laughs> they, if, they, if they were going to take a dick day, wouldn't it be inside the club? Good point. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about that, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, it still made me happy. It's fun. So, anyways, let's go ahead and get back into the news here. Yeah. 
Um, some good news here in the trans community. Yeah. Dr. Rachel Levine, or Levine. Never Levine. Knew, Levine, right? Never knew mm-hmm. how to pronounce her name. Boy, we're having trouble today with pronunciation, aren't we? I know, right? Becomes the first openly transgender person confirmed by the Senate to a federal post. So, Levine. It's Levine or Levine? I forgot now. It's Levine. Okay. (laughs) So, I'm excited about this because I think that she did a fantastic job uh, with her work with Pennsylvania. She was... She was... uh, doing live uh, live streams and uh, uh, press conferences every single day. Not only that, but she endured with grace a lot of online trolling because of the fact that she's trans. You know what? That's the entire thing I cannot understand about these news organizations, why they let this continue on and on unabated. It's yeah. literally on every single story that involves LGBTQIA folks. Yeah. It is literally a whole entire cesspool of hate in the comments section, in the live chat section. Right. It's like, you know, do something about it at this point here. I mean, I pretty much will not even watch comments or read comments mm-hmm. on these news stories because it's just a cesspool of hate. It's like literally, you know, the local comment section of any news organization. It's just awful. Right. And it's even more awful that Pittsburgh is better than this, you know? Well, I can tell you exactly why they don't do anything, and it's from a marketing standpoint. I, when you make a Facebook post, it shows up to maybe 20 or 30 of your friends. And if nobody likes it and nobody comments on it, it dies. Uh, kind of like it, the post from not Streetcast, yeah. but if you do comment on it or if people do comment on it or like it or whatever then it gets shown to more and more and more people so when they put out an article that is somewhat divided or controversial and people start slamming that like button and start slamming the angry react button and they comment and whatnot then it blows up and it's seen by thousands and then hundreds of thousands and uh all of those people are clicking on the article and that news station is getting the ad revenue. It's like, I'm not gay, but I hate gays. Let me click on this and comment on it. You know, it's like, yeah. how often do you comment on news articles? Me? Very rarely. I uh, also very rarely. Yeah. I'm like, why waste your time? You know, right. what is this going to accomplish? You know? Right. But if, uh, if CBS news puts out an article about, I, a cute puppy that nobody gives a shit about uh-huh. and nobody likes it or comments on it, then you never see that. It never shows up on your timeline. Uh, so you're pretty much only seeing the big controversial articles that are getting a lot of reach because of the interaction that they're receiving. Yeah, and wow. I'm just, you know, it's amazing how one company like that can just control, you know, I know, right? It's <laughs> control stuff like that. Uh, it's just, crazy. Yeah. We did, however, get a little bit off topic, and I want to talk a little bit more about Rachel Levine. Yes. Uh, she is fantastic. She, uh, we knew, or we, we had kind of hoped this was going to happen. Yeah, she's she, a graduate of Harvard. Yeah. She posted on Twitter uh, maybe a couple, maybe a month or two ago saying, hello, 
I am actively seeking this position in Washington. I, I still have to be confirmed, but as long as I'm confirmed, I'll get it. Thank you, everybody, for your support. And, like, you know, everybody was rallying behind her. Yeah. And then I, I didn't hear anything for what felt like a long time. And then finally she got confirmed, and I was just like, that's awesome. Yeah, and, of course, Republicans are out in full force trying to, you know, trip her up or whatnot. And it was just like... Oh yeah, Rand Paul, especially of all people, he kind of yeah he, he 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 actually got condemnation from all sides of the oh, aisle wow. about what he ever, like what he said in the confirmation hearing. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, uh, multiple people had nasty things to say. They were trying to get her to talk about uh, uh, transitioning youth and mm -hmm. uh, Pennsylvania nursing home numbers with COVID and all of these different things. And if you take a look at the uh, the angry comments from people in the uh, the news Facebook posts and whatnot. A lot of them are talking about her trying to hide numbers and a lot more QAnon conspiracy bullshit. Yeah, because it seems like for every good deed that's done, you know, it's yeah. like one bullshit conspiracy theory comes out after it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? In my the only thing I'm focused on is that we now have another highly educated, highly intelligent person in Washington helping with uh, the government's uh, health, you know, and human yeah, and that services. that makes me feel so good because it's like, it just seems like a lot of these appointments that have been made by Joe Biden yeah, have actually been smart, logical appointments. Right. I, for the life of me, I still don't know why Betsy DeVos was appointed by Trump. I, I still think about that, and it's 2021. I, I still love the parody that SNL did of her. It's like, we will have Jesus schools and guns and <laughs> yeah. to protect against the bears. You know, yeah. Like, oh, God. Uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, well, you know what the difference is? Is that's the difference between um, appointing incompetent you know, people to post and doing political favors because just because they're rich. Yeah. As opposed to you know, appointing people who are actually qualified for the position right. and will do a good job in the position, you know? Right, absolutely. And it's just amazing, like, how long that four years was that we had to deal with, you know, watching Trump appoint these completely, you know, unqualified and, you know, bluntly idiotic people to these posts. Right. Crap that she's been put through online and through uh by the media in press conferences uh the way that she handles herself with you know such grace and patience uh and intelligence it's just it's nice to have somebody like that working in washington mm -hmm. exactly so yeah i'm glad to see her there and rise above all the hate to right come up to the top you know yeah, so, absolutely. Involving a, a trans woman, uh, TikToker and model Rose Montoya uh, has called out the Transport Security Administration, the TSA, on TikTok uh, for how their scanners give trans people immense anxiety. Uh, do you want to go ahead and, and uh, give us some more information about that? Absolutely, yeah. So TikToker model Rose Montoya has called out the Transport Security Administration, better known as the TSA, on TikTok for how their scanners give trans people immense anxiety. 
In the viral video, which has been viewed more than 3 million times, she talks about her experience with airport security and why we need to change how the scanners function and educate TSA about trans people. So going through the scanner, you know, they usually identify you as male or female. Okay. Um, and of course, if they set it to male and you're female, they're, it's not going to scan right. It's going to throw up a flag, basically. Huh. And the same thing in reverse. Okay. Sure. So in this case, however, you know, when it comes to being trans, you know, uh, the bits that, you know, are there may not match the gender identity of the person. So. Oh, okay. So, so she's going through the scanner and they're setting it to female. Yeah. And so in, in that case, you can, you know, without having to go into it here, I, you can guess what will happen. So. Okay. Gotcha. So it says here, I think that it's, um, I think it's eloquently stated uh, in a quote here in the article where basically she goes through the scanner and there is an anomaly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, which kind of, you know, I was thinking about this whole entire thing. You know, she was joking that, you know, whenever you said it the other way, then the boobs set it off, which she said in the article herself. Because, yeah. of course, you know, so I tried to make a joke out of it and said, don't worry, there's just a bunch of plastic in there. Yeah. But still, it kind of was like, I mean, how freaking embarrassing, you know, somebody's trying to live their true authentic life here. Yeah. And the TSA is concerned about, you know, what, what bits are between somebody's legs or yeah, what bits absolutely. aren't there or what bits are on somebody's chest. Yeah. You know? And I'm, I'm continuing to, to read more and more of this article and it doesn't get any better. I, mm -hmm. so she goes through the scanner again and it sets off the alarm again. And at that point, she's like, well, I, I am trans. You, you know what? Just go ahead, pat me down. And the TSA agent's solution was to say, hey, why don't we just scan you as a man? And Rose Montoya said, I, I didn't want to, but I ended, you know, ended up doing it. Yeah, and that's where the boobs set it off then. So yeah. It's kind of like, boy, the TSA has some weird fascination with... Uh... The body parts. I mean, yeah. Whether that actually equates to security, I don't think so. You know, yeah. I it'd be kind of tough to make an argument there. You know, right. So, you know, I mean, if there's any question about it, just pat them down. You know, right. Don't make this big deal out of we have the skin you as male, we have the skin you as female. Right. You know, why don't you come up with a trans setting then? You know, at that yeah. point. But where does it stop then? Yeah. You know? So. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's it's kind of like maybe just scan them as a person. I agree. And, and not a gender, you know. I agree. I it seems as though despite the fact that this was an incredibly uncomfortable experience, it seems as though she was able to make a little bit of light out of it. I uh, when her boobs set off I uh, the the scan she made a joke out of it and said, don't worry, there's just a bunch of plastic in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the worst part is, is that there's been cases where people have had to show their genitals, the TSA agents. Oh yeah. Or to the board of flight. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, it's like, I want to get in this flight. Here's my dick. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you were running late that day or the, uh, the line for security was super long. Like it is sometimes. Here's, here's my flaccid dick. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Man. So, sorry, sorry, it's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Oh, man. But anyways, hey, Jason, guess what time it is. What time is it? The non-straight cast moment of conclusion. Yes, it is. What do we got today? So, as the forest fires and melting ice caps, or TSA scanners, were enough to keep you up at night, there's a brand new nightmare now. Global warming is coming for your penis. What? I know, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so according to leading epidemiologist and environmental scientist, Dr. Shanna Swan, penises okay. around the world are shrinking and pollution is to blame. So humanity is facing an existential crisis, she explains in her cheering new book, which has the longest title I've ever seen of a book ever, okay? Okay. Countdown. How our modern world is threatening sperm counts, altering male and female reproductive developments, and imperiling the future of the human race. I bet she's a lot of fun at parties, right? 24 words, I think I counted. Yeah. Uh, so imagine <laughs> putting that on the cover. Yeah. Either very tiny letters or, you know. Yeah. That's all the cover is, is these words. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Okay. So it all comes down the phthalates. A chemical used in manufacturing plastics that impacts the hormone-producing ecridine system. Endocrine. Endocrine, yeah. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> wow. Thank you. I, I got <laughs> phthalates. <laughs> ecridine sounds like something that uh, uh, the people in Terminator 2 would be fighting against. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> Anyways, because of this pollution, Dr. Swan says fertility rates are rapidly falling and a growing number of babies are being born with smaller penises. Chemicals in our environment and unhealthy lifestyle practices in our modern world are disrupting our hormonal balance, causing various degrees of reproductive havoc or havoc, <laughs> she writes in the book. In some parts of the world, the average 20-something woman today is less fertile than her grandmother was at 35. Oh, wow. Yeah, so so basically, long story short here, um, yeah, the plastics that we're using yeah, are making our penises smaller, so I'm assuming we're going to need to have plastic penises after a while, right? Oh, wow. We just make the penises out of plastic, yeah. They're going to have to start coming up with uh, penis enhancement surgeries, more penis <laughs> enhan enhancement surgeries. Inject plastic into the penis. <laughs> right. Either that, or people could just stop dick shaming and be happy with a small dick. That could be a thing too. Mm -hmm. You know, like my whole entire thing has always been is that you know it's not how big it is; it's what you do with it. You know. Yeah, and I think that's very true. I mean, you probably can name times you've had sex with people who've had big penises and don't know what to do with them. I don't yeah, enjoy. Had... I don't enjoy it. Yeah, and I've had sex with people who've had small penises and they've been great. You know. I prefer it. My mouth doesn't get tired. Exactly, yeah. My jaw doesn't get, like, achy and sore after, like, 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, nonetheless, yeah, that is definitely a worry. So, so. that uh, that was a... Did you plan this article uh, 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 juxtaposed with the last article? Because right. that, that was a great segue. I mean, for trans folks who are trying to, you know, get rid of bits, 
That's great, actually. It's great yeah. news for them. Yeah. I mean, if if they want to have bottom surgery. You know, so. <laughs> you know, if they're you know, male to female, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. There's one case, I guess, in which it works out pretty well for them. Well, I'm just speaking about the troubles that uh, that genitalia caused the uh, uh, the poor person in the prior story, and now we're right. talking about more genitalia. <laughs> Boy, the way I just put these together, just freaking <laughs> wonderful, all huh, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the in the in the prior story they were causing somebody problems, and in and, and in this one they're shrinking. Right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so I think uh, that's, that's we've done enough to here for it. today, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, yeah. So, if you want to, after this, subscribe to us. We're all great podcasters sold. Um, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Amazon, Audible, and Anchor we have a FM. few new ones announced this week, actually. Yeah. Uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and PodBay. Nice. Yeah. We are everywhere. Everywhere, literally. <laughs> so you can visit our website at notstraightcast.com. You can put an eight in there or just spell out the word straight. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can also catch us on Facebook and Twitter at notstraightcast. And Jason, where can they email us? You can email us at email at notstraightcast.com, spelled the same way as Facebook and Twitter. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for this week here. We want to thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>